It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. All right, chat. Everyone get together. Tonight's the night. You go, go in the chat tonight and get it all out. All right? Just get it all out. Well, you actually, you have tonight and tomorrow night. No, tomorrow night is the we don't care game. <laughs> uh, I'm closing chat tomorrow night. Tonight, get as mad as you want. You can get as salty. You can say the ads are going to get swept in the first round if you want. Tonight's the night where you get it all the way out. I don't want to hear it tomorrow night. I don't want to hear it in the playoffs. Get it out now. Abs lose to the Nashville Predators 5-4 in the shootout in a blown lead loss. Uh, I, I don't... All right. I don't even know who's going to do it. I'm electing Blaze. No way. You got it. You got it. I did it last time. Uh, Abs come out hot. Kale McCarr does Kale McCarr things. Showing that he should win the Norris. Um, looking good through the first. Get a few goals. Gotta love that from the Avalanche. But then uh, penalties creep in in the second period. Goals start creeping in for the other team. Third period, Darcy Kemper falls apart. And the Avs don't really have an answer for it. Um, a little bit concerning when you're looking at the end, tail end of this game. But they still get a point out of it. Who cares? Go into overtime, control, shoot pucks over the net, um, get lucky because almost got under, like, what was it? Gerard almost got undressed by yeah. Forsberg. Yeah. Go to a shootout and no one can score. 0 for 3 from the AM side in the shootout. Horrible. Um, yeah. So, the game. Okay, there we go. We got a loud buzzer. The game on the whole, I don't think was that bad. When you're looking at the Av skaters throughout the majority of this game, I think you're pretty content with how they played on the whole. Let's let's take it from the top here. Kale McCarr. He shows up. He gets the first goal of the game. He puts his stamp on this one a little bit. Roman Yossi also gets a goal, which I guess we should talk about Kinda gets also. A goal. Yeah. How, how do we feel? How do we feel about the Roman Yossi goal? Is that a good goal? Would you have challenged for goalie interference? Should it have never been a goal in the first place? It looked like the net was off its moorings. He, he totally upended it. These two goals, like the Kale McCarr goal and the Yossi goal, were not created equally. They either. were not. <laughs> good point. Uh, but I, I guess I couldn't really see on the timing 
why it was deemed a goal in the end, because it did look like he was in the net. My assumption, and we couldn't really hear in the bar, but my assumption is that, like, they use the goal was imminent rule. Yep. And so the knocking off doesn't count, which, like, I mean, did Devontae's really push him into the net, or did he just run into the net? I don't know. <laughs> That's a hard one to tell. He levitated. I don't know what happened. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely a lot of a lot of weirdness on that goal. But it, I'm be honest. The race for the Norris is way more important to me than the result of this hockey game. Agree. So, who came out on top tonight, Makar or Yossi? Let's ask Evan. Yeah, I, can he hear us? Oh, I, God. No, he's here. Jump right in. Look at that. <laughs> it's it's Couchman himself live yeah. on the show. Yeah. I'm can we just switch it up? Well, before you get started with your answer, yeah, yeah, can we just switch it up so Evan is the main yeah, piece and Evan, then we're the Evan small. Evan's the big show. <laughs> Everyone oh. wants to see the couch. Yeah. There we oh, go. Thank you. <laughs> Evan, it's not even you. It's just the couch. Everyone wants to see the couch. I, I thought about joining and then just not being here. <laughs> just the couch. I'm, we're just going to go right for the throat here, Evan. What are your thoughts on this hockey game? Uh, I mean, Diaz was a better team for two periods, and Kemper wasn't very good, and I think that was the difference. That's short answer. That's that my is- Beat if the Cavs play like that against them, I'm completely fine. I think they're going to win. Yeah. Easily. 10 to I'm agree. Not essentially. Yeah. 10 to agree on on the full. We got to switch this up. This is making me uncomfortable. I don't like being the only one. <laughs> Put us back. All right. So, Evan, we haven't had the chance to ask you this on the show. Kale McCarr, Roman Yossi. Who gets the Norris? Uh, I think they broke even tonight, unfortunately, so I think it's probably going to Yossi. Ooh. At least you're honest. I'm yeah. Yeah. Wrong, but honest. <laughs> okay. I'm wrong a lot. It happens. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abs go. I, I saw this talk a lot as as AJ is bringing up and others in the chat. I didn't think the power play was that bad tonight. I know they end up one for six or whatever the number was. But on the whole, they scored a power play goal, first of all. And there were at least a couple of options there. The three-second one where Kadri, or it was McKinnon, excuse me, immediately takes a holding the stick penalty. That counts against them. So they, it's not a real one for six. Yeah. First of all. But uh, is there real proper concern there? I know they had a streak of like 0 for 13 or something. Is that something that needs work for the playoffs? Uh, you don't want to see this trend when you're starting to head into game 80, game 81, game 82, that you're having some issues on the power play. Um, but, I mean, again, we've seen the power play be effective and we've seen issues like we saw tonight where they score one, which is great, but one for six is not good. You don't want to have that happening with your hockey team going into the playoffs, 
But it could just be something, you know, with the lineup tonight. And again, what are the Avs playing for right now? Is their heart really behind these games? Maybe. Megan? I'm smalling this one over. I just feel like at different points throughout the season, every team struggles with their power play. And at this point, it's a difficult time for them tonight specifically to have struggled with it the way that they did. But I don't think it's an indictment on the power play throughout the whole season and what that means going into the playoffs. And it's not going to be the only thing, too, that the Avs have in their toolkit, God willing. Definitely 100% true. Every power play in the league is streaky. Just uh, just factual there. Evan? Uh, I'm with Megan. First of all, hello, Megan. I haven't actually met Hi, Megan. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited to be on the podcast with her because I think she's awesome. Um, but, yeah, I'm... I'm not concerned. I think you could tell Miko was not 100% tonight, and he's obviously a huge part of this power play and movement. Not concerned in any way. It looked it looked better tonight than it has the last couple of games, and it was a mess the last couple of games. So. I, I don't think it's any surprise when you're running Nuke and Lekkonen instead of Miko and Landy that it doesn't look quite as elite. Um. Our our local audience has brought up the facts. Positive or negative for Nathan McKinnon tonight? Because I think you're giving him a positive in the effort level. The dude looked like a man possessed. But at the end of the night, nothing goes in for him. Is that the effort level's there, you're not worried? Or is that a frustration starting to build because puck not go in? Uh, I feel like and this might be a take not everyone agrees with, but I feel like the effort has been there for him the last few games, and it's just not translating. He was just shooting center mass tonight, and it didn't really go well for him. But when Nathan McKinnon reaches a point of frustration, I feel like he gets a little emotional, and, and it usually leads to some good things that I don't always I don't always like the method behind it, but when he reaches <laughs> his breaking point, things do start to happen for him. So I think continue on that effort level. Okay. I, I like this take. I'm going to carbon copy my last oh, God. comment here is uh, this is a little bit concerning. Like, yeah, he had a lot of shots on net, but none of it converted to goals. He had a lot of missed shots, nine shots on net. Um, and again, this is something concerning because your big players have to be your big players. And when they're getting grade A chances, you hope that they can score on those chances. He had a few grade A chances tonight that he just either ripped wide or put right in the middle of the chest. It's concerning. For sure. Counterpoint, the Avs did score four goals tonight. Yep. Not like goal scoring was the issue. So, and look, obviously goaltending was not good tonight. Oh, it was brutal. There's no two ways around that conversation. Need better there. Full stop. Obviously. If you run this game back, don't look at the final score. Look at the stats. Do you take this from the Avs every playoff game? Or is there something they need to do better? Defense in the third period. Is it defense? Well, or is yeah, it just- that's a good point. I mean, they did play pretty good defense. I mean, the goaltending is bad. Like, 
If Darcy Kemper plays this bad in the playoffs, it's going to be a short run for the Avalanche. No like, doubt. He's He's got to be better. He's got to look like he did last month. That's the Darcy Kemper that you have to see. And, and like, you guys can disagree with me if you want. I don't think there's any reason to expect this to be playoff Darcy Kemper. I would hope not. I, and look. If that you, third goal was rem, reminiscent of that Vegas goal that yeah, Grubauer gave up. Was it the up. third or the second? I'm, one of it, either second I, or third. Uh, pick one tonight. <laughs> he, he was not seeing the puck well. Yeah. Full stop. And that can happen. If that happens in one game in the playoffs, you don't love it, but you live with it. Yep. Assuming he he plays well enough for, through the rest of the playoffs. It's I, I, Megan. How do you feel about uh, goaltenders and Darcy lately? Because I think you saw the Blues game. You really don't feel bad about how he played. There are a couple of nonsense goals there. You go back another game. You're like, well, you know, Darcy didn't really play very well in the last one. Are you comfortable where Darcy's at going in the playoffs, or where is it on your list? We've had this conversation in different terms, like in talking about the Avalanche as a team, as a whole. Um, you know, should they be going into the playoffs having lost four in a row? That kind of thing. And it's kind of a similar conversation with Darcy. Like, you don't want to see him enter the playoffs kind of on a downward tear. Um, but I think Blaze has talked about looking at the entire body of work for the Avalanche throughout mm -hmm. this whole season. And Kemper has been solid more this season um, than he has been bad and so while I'd like to see him trend upwards at this point in the season I'm still looking at the entirety of his play and I think he has been stronger more than he has been weak so that's the hope is that playoff Darcy Kemper is a better reflection of what he's done throughout this whole season. Evan I want to expand this to the Avs as a whole where do you fall on the Avs taking a look at the big picture in the season as a whole versus taking a look at the Avs recent play and momentum going into the playoffs. I think certainly I more fall on the big picture side of things lately on the podcast. Blaze has, has <laughs> pointed out the, the more recent effects, which side of it? Uh, I tend to give them the benefit of the doubt that they played elite for 75 games or so. And, they're a little bored right now. Let's be honest. They don't have anything to play for. They yeah. just don't. And uh, going back to McKinnon, I think he has looked a little bored. I thought he was the best player on the ice in the first period tonight. And if he had scored a goal, the dam would have broken for him, I think. So with Kemper, I think the team's been a little bit bored in front of him. He hasn't played as well. But I think all of these guys deserve the benefit of the doubt with how they've played over the course of the season. And that it's bad timing for sure, but... I'm not overly concerned, especially considering the competition that they're going to face in the first round. Yeah. I'm not concerned until round one is how I look at it. <laughs> if they come out and play that first game and they lay a, a turd on the ice, then there's definitely concerns. But until then, like what you just said, they're playing for absolutely nothing. They came out and said they don't even care about the president's trophy. So what were you going to expect from a team? Like, you want him just to go out there and turbo dunk on everyone every night, but that's just not a reality in the NHL. All right. 
Someone in the chat said they should send the Eagles to Minnesota. They should. And the Eagles are off this weekend, so I think they should send them to Minnesota. Genuinely. That's kind of what I was getting at at the beginning of this, uh, in the pregame show, is like, could you just send the AHL team I up there? Would like, I would, <laughs> would like anyone notice if Sampo Ranta wears a Nathan McKinnon jersey? <laughs> well, I think they are. Bednar already said a bunch of guys aren't going. I'm so. sure. As, yeah. as few dudes as they can send. Yeah. Uh, so, Evan not putting too much stock into recency bias. Unfortunately, recency bias is no longer the truth when it comes to watching the Avs easily in Colorado. So... That's been a problem for three years now. If you want to solve that problem, Avaca TV. E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNVR. You can get it for the first three months, just $10 a month. Ridiculously cheap compared to other options that actually carry altitude. So jump on Avaca TV right now. Go get your abs. Go get your nuggets when they come back. Uh, you can also get Rocky Mountain Sports Network for the Rockies. You get national channels for the Broncos. They got you covered for all sports here in Denver. So jump on it. Go over to avaca.tv slash DNVR. When you use the DNVR code to check out, it's 10 bucks for the first three months and just 25 bucks a month after that. So still way cheaper than some of these other options out there that carry altitudes. So jump on Avaca today. It also plugs right into your TV. You don't have to set up a computer. I know that's not some people's jam. Just plug it in. You're good to go all the way around. Also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I know the Nuggets lost, but you can still sign up with the DNVR code, bet on any basketball game, just $5, and you get $150 in free bets, even if the team you pick lost. Put your money where your mouth is. If you're a believer that the Avs will be fine in the playoffs, pick them to win a round, or two, or three, or four. If you don't believe, bet against them. That's, that's all you. Go nuts. Get in on it. Uh, what else can you bet on? Someone was telling me something like ridiculous you could bet on the other day. I talked about turtle, turtle racing. racing. No, I, yeah. I, ta- I talked about the turtle racing already. There was something else that I can't remember. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't remember what it was. But if you can think it. You can bet on it at DraftKings. So go over there. Use the DNVR code. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, So uh, this game is in a little bit of a weird spot for me because... I think the one thing a lot of the fan base really doesn't ever like to see, and and fair fair enough, is the Avs blow leads. And this wasn't a small blowing of a lead. (laughs) This was a pretty significant blown lead. We talked about the Darcy Kemper side of it already. No excuses. He needs to be better. Full stop. How do you help a goalie who's struggling like this? Is this a tighten up the defense situation or is this a you got to give more goal support situation? Four goals is plenty. Okay. <laughs> I, the Avs didn't even give up a ton of great chances to my, my opinion. I, I, I hear you. I get it. Darcy Kemper is the problem in this loss. It was one game, but yeah. I mean, I think tonight they played pretty well defensively. If they play like this most nights, Kemper's 
He's not going to give up a slap shot from the point, but he can really see I, like he did on the fourth goal. I agree. I think we understand that, but I'm asking, how do you help him? What can the Avs skaters do better in a hockey game like this? No good answers, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what more they can really do. Like, some nights your goalie just has a bad night, and you can do what you you can in front of them. And yeah, there's not much more you can do. Okay, Rudo, you looking for like hard up Counter- the glass? Yeah, they need yeah. to play hard well, up the glass. <laughs> like so, so I'm I'm just trying to explore all of our options. Yeah, yeah. Here. I'm trying to next option. If you care about this game, if you want to win this game, do you consider pulling Kemper after that third goal? No one. I don't. Tough crowd tonight. I think it's, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that mentally to the goaltender that will be starting in the playoffs. Could be, it could go one of two ways. (laughs) It could be a wake up call. Or it could be debilitating. So it seems like no matter what conversation we have, we're circling back to, yeah, nothing really matters as long as you're targeting the playoffs, right? That's kind of what it is. I mean, like talking about pulling the goaltender, it's really how they react to being pulled. Uh, there's this different mentalities from goalies, right? Like no one wants to be pulled. I'm not saying like there's a guy like, yeah, please, maybe Patrick Wall after giving up a lot of goals <laughs> wanted to be pulled. But I mean... I, I think you got brought up a great point, Megan. Like, is it going to destroy him mentally right before you go to the playoffs? Or is it something where, like, yeah, I just don't have it tonight. You know, I need Frankie to come in and back me up. We don't mentally, know that. Mentally stick it. Yeah, you're sticking by your goalie mentally. Yeah. But also, I mean, they play tomorrow, too. They don't need Frankie coming in and potentially getting hurt himself. And, and I do want to give Darcy Kemper a little bit of credit. Yes, obviously you don't love him giving up the four goals. Obviously the goals he gave up were not good, but it got to tied. He made some solid saves in the third period. He made some genuinely great saves in overtime. He only gives up one goal in the shootout. Yep. Avs couldn't get it over the line, and, and granted, if Kemper plays better, they don't have to get it over the line, but it's not like this black hole where Kemper just fell off the planet and the Avs lose this game. There are some positives he can take out of it. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I think I agree with a lot of uh, the people in chat and probably you guys here where it felt like the Avs got up in this game and kind of said, fuck it. <laughs> and Kemper couldn't make a save when they needed one. I mean, it was a mixed bag from Kemper. Like you said, he made some outstanding saves in the third period, but then you just look at the, some of the goals that were scored, and it's hard to be like, this guy's focused right now on winning. And again, it, it, these are meaningless games. So, uh, I did want to talk about this comment from Randy, because this game was genuinely all over the place from the refs. The Avs were getting calls left and right early in the game. Then they kind of swung back to Nashville's way. And I can't help but feel the way this game got called in the last six, seven minutes and and ultimately probably didn't end up affecting the game that much. But damn, does it not feel like Nashville 
has gotten a lot of calls and big moments to go their way against this hockey team. Uh, whether it's it's the call at the end of regulation or the no call on Kadri. And the no call on Kadri. Yeah, well, we can. Do you think that's a penalty? I don't think it was a penalty at all. I don't think it was either. Okay. It, it was a, he was in a tough spot more than anything, and definitely in a tough spot. But I mean, I'm that happy he looks like he's okay more than yeah. anything. But you you're allowed to push off on a player, especially on his hip with your hand. Like that that's not an illegal play there. I and I, I this isn't an excuse for Colorado. It's I, it's just a a thread that we've seen through the season where in multiple games against Nashville there's a bit of controversy when it comes around the refs and I I tweeted it out tonight there's no shot in the world that helm penalty gets called in the playoffs that's a weird weird hooking call I I don't think the other helm penalty in this game gets called (laughs) in the playoffs either which it, it was interference I'm not knocking that call but it's probably a lot of calls that don't get called. That's my that's my point is I think for a lot of the last three or four years, we've seen the Avs be the team that benefits from more calls in a hockey game. And for whatever reason against Nashville, it seems like the Avs have been on the wrong side of that. And I, I'm not even blaming the refs. I'm not blaming anybody. I think it's just the RNG number generator has come up that way. <laughs> Nashville, Nashville games in general just are penalty filled because that team just takes a lot of penalties themselves. So I think if the rest are just on high alert in any Nashville game. Okay. Fair enough. Um, is, it's kind of a weird moot point anyway now because it, it becomes much more likely that the Avs play Dallas in round one because Nashville won tonight. But extrapolating this game beyond just, yeah, I feel really good about the Avs. Is there anything the Avs can take from this game to exploit in a playoff series versus Nashville? Like, is there quality footage that they got at least from this game? Was there a secondary idea that they had in their heads going into this game beyond just win. Stay healthy. <laughs> uh, that's always rule number one. I don't think well, there's I'm... really much to take from this game. Um, well, I guess, it, you know, if you're looking at their new goalie that's a net, <laughs> semi-new goalie, uh, you're getting looks at him to see what his tendencies are. Um, and you got to feel good about that first and second period, right? For sure. It's certainly the first. Yeah. What I would say is you take from this game, if you are playing Nashville, um, one, they are, I think, even in the playoffs, they're going to take some penalties, and you have to take yeah. advantage of that. Uh, and two, I think the Avs physically just handled it, and that's how Nashville's going to play. And and I think that's how Dallas would play too. So the Avs did just fine. You know, they took some runs at Girard and, Byram, but both those guys came out okay. I'm not too concerned about that. So, if that's a preview of what you're going to see in the first round, which I think seems like that's going to happen with Dallas or Nashville, then I think that's what you take from this game. That physically, the Avs are going to be just fine because they had some guys dishing it out too. So, hey, look, I get it. Teams can look at 
the way Nashville plays against other teams in the league, yada, yada, yada. But we've talked on the pregame. The other two games the Avs played against Nashville this year were suspect at best, given the situations. The Avs are winless against the Preds. Yeah, they ended up going 0 for 3 against this team. One oh, over, oh, two, two oh, over two time. and two. Oh, oh, did they play four times? Did they play four I times? I think won. they did. I thought they won early, the first game in the series. They had to play four times. November? That sounds right. Remember, didn't Miko have a hat trick? That sounds right. Let me look up it real fast. I think that's right. So it was. But that it, was the only one they won. So it'd be one, one, and two then. Okay. Thank God Megan's here. Yeah. Top my head. Never would have. Oh, never yeah, would have got. They did. Oh, so they won the first game six to two. Lost the second game two to five. That was, was the weird COVID. That was one. the weird yeah. COVID game. Then you had the too game many three, men in overtime. Weirdo overtime G. loss, and then game and four then would be an one. overtime loss. So, not a ton of playoff representative hockey there. Yep, I would imagine. Um, just an interesting takeaway for me that I don't know. A lot of people love to put stock. Last year, everyone talked about oh the Avs. Didn't beat Dallas once in the regular season. With context, you have to understand the Nashville Avs series was real weird this year. Yep. That's all I'm saying. That's a good point. Regular uh, season never means anything. Didn't Calgary swept the Avs a couple of years ago, and then the Avs yeah. crushed them in the playoffs. Yeah. So it just doesn't. It's a whole new game in the playoffs. It's just clean slate. Correct. But a point still worth making. That's all. Uh, okay. Let's get to our king of the game in which I am just relentlessly plugging the Norris trophy to Kale McCarr. Uh, there's no two ways around this one. He scored a dope goal. He's a dope hockey player. Roman Yossi's not as good as Kale McCarr. Full stop. Five shots on goal. Let's go. Yeah, every three out of four, I guess. For three Blaise out of tonight. four bets for me. Didn't tonight. get the assist, but got all the other McCarr bets. So On the Kale Mary. Kale <laughs> Mary. Love it. Uh, I don't... It's weird when you have a game like this because the Avs did lose. But you look around the Avs lineup and I feel like Josh Manson. Like, well, he played pretty good. Ooh, he played it. pretty good. <laughs> Nico Sturm, I thought, played Nico pretty Sturm well. played great. Did yeah, everything but score a goal, basically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's hard to knock any of the Avs skaters in this game genuinely. Like, even Josh Manson with his two points looked great, and then also had some stuff that wasn't that wouldn't show up on the scoreboard. Keeping a puck in the zone that absolutely that was wild play. should have been pulled out of the zone, but he made a great pass there. And it's it's just consistent top to bottom. Like, obviously the final score is what it is. The Avs dominated this game in possession, top to bottom. You, you look at their shot charts. They're getting high danger chances regularly. You go down their Corsi percentage. Everybody's great. The only line that struggled was the second line. Yep. It's the only line on the night that struggled. Yeah, that's uh, where I was going to get. Yeah. Is that, uh, I mean, I think come next week, they're going to put Landy back on the top line just because he hasn't played in a month and it's familiar for him and drop Nuke down, and hopefully Nuke can kind of get the engine going on that line because the reality is Kadri has not looked the same coming back from injury. And, you know, hopefully something cl clicks next week, and then you have Burakovsky, who is just an enigma every single night to me. I don't – you never know what you're going to get. Yep. 
and it's it is a weird spot. We've talked about it before. You're probably getting the best out of Arturi Lekkinen on a third line on this hockey team. Not to say like Lekkinen had a goal tonight. I don't want to take anything away from him. But when you're valuing matchups and you're valuing balancing the lineup, it does feel like the gears get a little jammed at times, lacking Landy somewhere in that top six. So, is what it is. We are brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. You can go over there just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. Get your teeth taken care of. Get a cleaning x-ray and exam with them, and you get a free Sonicare toothbrush just for taking care of your teeth. They're super fast. They're super good at what they do. Everyone who switched has said they're awesome. So jump on it. Go get your teeth taken care of. Trust me, taking care of your teeth is good. An important thing to do. There you go. AJ's in Nebraska. He'll be... He's, per- he's a lot closer than he was earlier yeah. today. He'll, <laughs> he should be in Colorado tomorrow. He probably won't be on the show tomorrow, but <clears throat> you'll see him soon. I promise. I heard we're sitting people for the last game. <laughs> Uh, also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. Look, if nothing else, at least the Avs got you a free beer tonight. All right? Two for a brew. Hit. When the Avs score two goals in the first period, go to breckbrew.com. Send them a picture of your receipt. They'll reimburse you <laughs> for your first beer of the night. Whenever Rudo wants to go, AJ. Whenever Rudo wants I'm to not, go. I, I know I'm losing that fight. So <laughs> No fighting here. I'm good. Then I'm leaving. <laughs> Can't lose if he doesn't fight me. Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> go get yourself some Breck Brew. Uh, you can find it at your local liquor store. Use the BreckBeerLocator.com. You get enough Breck Brews in me, maybe. Maybe we'll see. But I think I'm, I'm more a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> uh, dude, Ali and Yaya should do the postgame pod. We're just that'd be like a hundred percent hype. We need these two to show. We'll we'll have our our fans do the post game show tomorrow. Gonna be an interesting one. I don't, look is uh is the real theme of this podcast? Haha, Vegas is out of the playoffs. Is that where we're, <laughs> we're really at right now? Yeah, looks like the Avs were watching them in the shootout. Yeah, <laughs> stayed up late. Took some notes. Yeah. What was Miko doing? <laughs> yeah. Miko that was hilarious. I love him. Went he's on just an like adventure. skating backwards, and he's like, yeah, I guess I'll shoot. <laughs> Which you can't. Yeah, he didn't. After you start skating backwards. Had he scored, they'd have reviewed it and been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Forward motion is gone. I just hope he had fun. <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. A, a good point to bring up. You mentioned Kadri hasn't looked great. Nico, <laughs> not 100% tonight. Have still without Landy. They sit new hook because they can. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's a good thing. I know some people don't like it, but it's no secret what the Avs are doing. Yeah. They, it's not like they're trying to hide it. So, take it for face value <laughs> if you want. Uh,. All right, let's get to the couple super chats we have. Okay, five dollars from the Schick. The boys lost this on purpose because they want the stars. Can't convince me otherwise. 
That's what I was saying before we started. Sure, sure felt like Kemper wanted the stars. <laughs> I, I would say that. Definitely. Not sure about the rest of them, but look, before we move on, I'm not afraid of anyone for the Avs in round one, right? Like, does anyone care if it's Nashville or the stars, like from a matchup standpoint? No, I think what you're going to see is you're going to see three first periods that you've been watching over the last few games in the first game of the playoffs. So I don't have concern. I, I think what you're seeing is an uninspired team these last few games where they come out hot and then they just trail off because they lose interest in those games because you're just you're not really playing for anything right now. You're playing not to get injured. You're playing to make sure that you're kind of up for playoffs and kind of warm. But there that that heart factor's missing right now and when the playoffs start that's going to kick in and you're going to see a team that is focused dedicated on winning and doing the right things through three three periods not one period would you say the avs are going to be all gas no breaks all gas no breaks would would you go as far to say that the avs are all about the butthole life I have no. no idea where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone would ever go. <laughs> this is a reference. This is a reference that I can't believe none of you got. Disappointing me. All right. Go on. Explain to us. All gas, no brakes on YouTube, fam. Go watch it. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I mean, hey, look, I, uh, if y'all want me to, I'll twist it into a manscape. <laughs> That's what I thought I it was will. going. <laughs> is, there a, is there a playoff slogan for this year? I, I think we're going with unfinished business. I don't think the Avs have a re released their official one yet. But if we're about to use the butthole life, I think we've made a terrible life choice. 100%. <laughs> I don't think I know this. Yeah, you see that plaster in Larimer Square about the butthole life, or what you say? Ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> uh, from RTV. I'm just moving on. Said this before, yeah, but meant to send this in super chat form, so I'm saying it again. Rudo says, "Let it out now." The ama let it out now and says, "Avs are dope. Historical season. Let's go." And not to be ignored. The Avs set a. Is it, was it a franchise high or an Avs record high of 119 points in a season with the OT loss tonight? I don't remember. I, I'm not looking through 40 seasons of Quebec Nordiques nonsense to see. I believe it, it is. Uh, uh, is, is it a franchise? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. The Avs have been literally the best ever in the history of the franchise this season. Yeah. Hard to complain. Hard to complain. Find a way. I like that. Find a is way. Is that real or did we? I don't know. Everybody says it's find a way. I like it. I so, like I, if that's the hashtag, I expect photoshops of abs as Jurassic Park dinosaurs <laughs> immediately. <laughs> All right. Or just the dogs from old time. What's it called? Old fiction. We're looking around trying to find a way. The new mascot is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> uh $5 from Eric. This team has been on cruise control since the Carolina win. They will kick it into gear. I tend to agree. I think they showed it in the Blues game that they can flip the switch. I think in the certainly the first period of this game, you saw them kind of just 
teasing Nashville a little bit, yep. saying, look, if we want to dominate you, we can. They're and, not even playing teams that are playing well. Like, I think Nashville's like 4-4-2 four, four, and two in their last 10, and then Dallas just gave up four straight goals to Arizona. It's just like, <laughs> not that worried. It, it does feel like that time of year where all and, – and in the East, the playoff teams have known their playoff teams for a month. Everyone except for pretty much Dallas and Vegas knew they were going to be a playoff team in the West. A lot of teams are going, okay, let's just get to the playoffs here. Move on. Be done with this. Yeah. Uh, I think a series with Nashville would be a lot more entertaining than Dallas. That's for sure. I think I cut Megan off. I'm sorry. If you were guys. Oh, no, no. This was an entertaining game. Yeah. Logan O'Connor's goal? It was weird. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> talk about that. The magician goal. Roman Yossi should lose the Norris for that play alone, <laughs> I think. Uh, turned the puck inside out, gave it back to Logan O'Connor. Where did he, it even go? Did it, like, hit his jersey? Yeah. It, I think it hit his glove. I don't understand how he just, like, lost it. He yeah. handed it to him. <laughs> I know he did. Directly. <laughs> hand pass. I mean, everyone was looking up into the left. <laughs> I, like, oh, my only left. thought that, like, why... Obviously, they're tracking the puck to a certain extent. They see the angle. Yeah. But, like, did, like, a fan slap the glass over there or something to make him think that, like, the puck hit the boards or something? Like, I can't come to any conclusion as to why they're all like, ah! There's some, there some weird stuff in this game. Like, the, the Miko shootout. Uh, yeah. That goal, because the thing is, the ref was watching it the whole time. He didn't even, like, come close to blowing his whistle when they showed the people. He was just, like, staring at the puck. And, and I like that O'Connor didn't even, like, he could have just been like, all right. I'm just going to tap it in. He just, like, ripped that thing into the net. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he committed and hard. You, and you have Riddich almost, like, decap what you, decapitated himself on the crossbar in the third period. Well, oh, the man. Yeah, the crossbar too. broke <laughs> in this hockey game? That was crazy, too. There's, that, there's no – I've never seen that before. I've never. And, and if you say you've seen that before, I don't believe you. <laughs> That's got to be a modified net. Like we were talking about, like, is that where a camera is residing in that area? Because nets don't break like that. Yeah. I like how they just, like, put stick tape on it, too, to fix it. Like, that's going to get it. Like, there's, like, a million, there's a million nets in Ball Arena. They could have just brought out a new net. But they <laughs> nope, got to fix but it. But they have those game nets, right? Like, the game nets have all that special equipment inside yeah. of them. So. They only have two of them? What happens if one breaks? Look, yeah. man, a couple years ago, Anaheim didn't even have an extra pane of glass in the building, so <laughs> don't give the NHL too much credit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what to tell you, Chad. If you want to be mad, be mad, but I think we're all in the same boat where the only thing that's left in this season for the Avs is playoff results. Uh, just be mad for the rest of this week and then next week come in with a lot of excitement because it's a whole new season when playoff starts and it's going to be super fun. I, this team looks looks good. Just hopefully Darcy Kemper shows up. Hope so. rudo has got some real dad vibes going on tonight. Like, get it out. Get all your anger <laughs> out. Or, you want to be mad? Be mad. Do this. I'm not turning around the bus. I, I've been listening. These that people too, do this right for there. like two weeks, and I get it. I understand on a game-to-game -game basis. You watch this team to watch them win. Yep. Totally. 
You've the watched 100%, them win a lot this year. 100% deserve better in a single game in a vacuum. Yes, agreed. And then you look at the bigger picture. You look at the concept of the season for the Avs. You look at what they're pushing towards as a team that wants to win in the playoffs. These games aren't that important. They're not. I, I don't know. Sell me on something less nihilistic, Megan. I was just thinking, I read the YouTube comments too, and I, I think sometimes we face criticisms because it appears like we don't care or because we're not worried, we don't care. And I just don't think it's a lack of care. Us worrying does not change the Avalanche performance going into the playoffs. All that matters is how they feel about themselves. And so sitting here and worrying about it, you know, seeking out the positives, that's not doing anybody any harm or any good. We're just talking. And I don't think it's rooted in a lack of care on our end. I care a lot. How much did AJ pay you to say that? <laughs> I care a lot. You care of a lot. Of course we, we care. Of we care course. differently. I was shocked to hear that's this. That's why we're here. <laughs> yes. It's, it's when you post something on Twitter and they're like, "Why would you say that?" You're jinxing. It's like I, we have no effect on anything. Like, yeah, <laughs> we have no control. Obviously, we care. I think we just bring it from a point of view that understands that. <laughs> uh, Kira and AJ, the the fight isn't Rudo and Blaze. The fight is Kira and AJ, one hundred percent. We take a little bit of a longer term view on it where when you look at the entire season, I think you understand that the Avs should be coming into the playoffs in a very positive spot. And honestly, more than anything, I think we just believe in this hockey team and that they're really, really good. When you first started the sentence, I thought you were talking about the robes. Look, <laughs> we take a long-term look at this. <laughs> They're just not feasible yet, so get at us, and uh, we'll, we'll fix it. If it if you know there's enough people that want robes, we'll make robes. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. It's a lot. There's not very many people asking for robes. <laughs> yeah, I I know of like four, and Jesse's one of them. So. <laughs> Uh, between, I think Megan wants one too. I so. do. <laughs> We're up to six. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's a time Kira out out here. <laughs> AJ, I can't AJ, tell. Oh, good the point. shirts are yep. cool, you guys. I've seen some new shirts. It's just a shirt of a robe. <laughs> but that would be pretty good. We should do that. <laughs> that I mean, that's basically what they are. <laughs> that seems fair. We'll see. We'll see on the robes. Y'all are awesome. We love all y'all. We're going to get out of here for the night. We'll be here same time. No, I, I think it's an hour earlier, right? Six o'clock game? Yeah, I think so. Did you see Kaprizov's overtime winner? I did not. It's pretty cool. Well, MVP. MVP. Would you? Would you vote for him over Matthews? Ryan Hartman has how many goals? Dude, don't. No one can ever call this podcast bias again. We have a bunch of people saying Kirill Kaprizov should win the MVP. 
a Minnesota Wild player. All right. I, I don't want to hear your bias nonsense. Yeah. Uh, People want to talk about like, oh, this guy has this guy. You know, Matthews has Marner, McDavid has Dreisaitl. It's like, who does he have? He doesn't have anyone. Not he wrong. Legitimately made Ryan Hartman a thirty, what, thirty-four goals the last time I saw. That guy's insane. <laughs> Don't disagree. Uh, on that note, we are out of here. <laughs> Different time, same place tomorrow. Uh, tune in for a game that's gonna be something. That's yeah. all I have to say about it. I'm, I'm a healthy scratch tomorrow. <laughs> no. yeah. He's probably going to score 20 goals against the AHL team tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we will be doing a bunch of stuff for the playoffs, too. Be sure to keep an eye on the YouTube in the next couple of days over the weekend, that type of stuff. We're doing watch-alongs for every single playoff game, so if you can't get enough of my face, there'll be more of that for you. Uh, <laughs> we Tons of stuff coming your way. We love all you. We will talk to you tomorrow.